Yo, what up, it's your boy Jiggly Stone, aka O and his daughter Leah, aka Baby Love. From where? Up above. Say it louder, the people can't up hear. Up above. Up above. My baby love. No, my there's baby no reason love. to get in depth with that. Let's I just miss get you. to the point. You were gone the for video. a week. Let me sing my song. You were gone for a week. A whole week. My baby love. My baby love. I missed you. Ooh, how I missed your love. You didn't miss me at all. And then we're gonna break it up. Oh what? My baby, baby, baby love. Sing it, Leah. I'm good for now. You're not good for now. You're a horrible person. Not horrible. You are. I'm not bad. You're a bad person and you didn't miss me because you didn't sing our song. I would have sang our song. Why didn't you? Nobody can hear you. Nobody's looking at you. You should have sang the song. Over two people are listening to Nobody's this. listening to you right now. I'm, I'm not over two people. I'm overweight, but I'm not over two people. Ha <laughs> 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 uh. Get on my nerves. This is what happens. I'm gonna send you off for another week and say you come back acting. I don't act that bad. You're horrible. You're fired. And I can't stand you as a person and an individual. How do you like that? Like two videos ago, not even gonna lie, you just said, Oh my gosh, she's exactly like me and I hate it. Am I annoying now? I don't even know people listen to two videos ago. It's not videos. They're audio podcasts because we're not doing video yet. People have got to earn seeing our lovely faces and these weird faces you be making while we're doing these shows. Any hoozy. So guess what, Leah? Snapchat had a party. Guess what happened at the Snapchat party? What happened? Guess. Three guesses. Shooting. What? (laughs) (laughs) How did you know? Because I already know about this video. It's not a video. It's a podcast. podcast. Now, every other time you say you say podcast. Now, this episode today, you're saying video like four times. Yeah. You know, I just said nobody could see you. So, yeah, there was a shooting at the Snapchat party. There was a shooting at Walmart. A Walmart. There was a Which shooting. makes me feel unsafe at Walmart. But, like. There was a shooting at a festival. It was, like, of no reason. So, like. There was a shooting at a church. There was a shooting at a school. This Guess, has been happening for years, though, but it's just starting to get more populated even more where around you, the area. Where are you safe at, Leah? Home. Yeah, people breaking your really. house all the time. People robbing, stealing. Where am I safe? I was safe in my mom's stomach I don't area. know. She got in a car accident in the snow. I mean, she almost put your life in danger. Shh. I mean, Leah. The, <laughs> we don't the, need to the, talk about the, that. The answer is nowhere safe, Leah. That being said, you can't walk around with fear and worry. Um, to that point, I put up a video on YouTube. I, I believe it's still on Facebook, but four years ago when you were eight years old. Yeah. And we talked about how when we go to the park, I was, we would put out bombs and stuff. Like, not even not bombs. bombs. <laughs> Jesus, Leah. You all, every episode, don't. you say things that are just absolutely Don't worry, my dad's not a terrorist. Horrible. You can't say the things that you keep saying. It's not a bomb. It's like these little firecrackers. They're firecrackers. They're little, not even quarter sticks of dynamite. They're little, they're, they're, they're not firecrackers, but they're a little they're bigger than bombs. that. So, anyway, I would throw them out the park and. Leo would be running around playing. I throw some off. You take a knee, find out where the sound was. We had drills that we would do. Um, waking you up in the middle of the night when you're sleeping, making sure you can follow directions, just like fire drills at school. Then uh, we talked. What else did we talk about? 
um, when we go out to eat, where we sit. Yeah, like he just, I never really pay attention to where we sit, but apparently all this time he has been choosing a seat that where he can see the entrance of the door so he can see like the people coming in. Well, that's why I always sit that way. I thought I sound something Anyway, odd. what are you doing? Pointing to stuff. I'm, in, I'm doing something right now. I'm busy. Okay. Anyway, because I don't feel like editing this. I'm just going to leave it running. I apologize if you're listening. I'm not cutting it out. So, yes. I sit a certain way, which in turn will lead you to one day sit a certain way. Never have your back to the door. Always know where your exits are. When we sit in the movie theater, where do we usually sit? Usually on the, like... Like sides of the seats, like of all the rows, so we could just be able to get out yes, really fast. We sit on the end. It's very rare that we sit in the middle of the theater. We usually sit on the D or E row in front of the handicap spot because the chair is missing. So if we had to get up and get out to go hit that front exit, there's nothing that's going to impede our movement to go directly to that door. If I have to sit in the middle, we do. Usually those are in larger theaters where I have access to exits on both sides. Yeah. Uh, I just think about those things when we pick our seats and that's where we sit. Uh, when you go to school, we've talked about what you do in school. Yeah. And in school now they have like drills for active shooters and stuff like that. Yeah. There was a drill that they did at one school where the a police officer walked around a school shooting off blanks and kids were hiding in a room and someone was calling out to where the shooter was to see if people could figure out where the sound was coming from. And one kid... <laughs> was hiding on the top of the cabinets in the school. That's a good spot. Yeah. That's a good spot. My teacher would be like, get down from there. Hey, look, if somebody's shooting, don't worry about getting me down. You're wasting your breath trying to tell me to move from anywhere because you know where to go. We've talked about mm-hmm. this. So if an, and if a teacher tells you to move, you do not move. If that's a place where you feel comfortable at, as we discussed, that one uh, table that has like the cubby hole tuck Mm -hmm. under spot yeah if you get in there and that's where you feel safest you do not move again i bring this up because it's funny because that video got taken down off of youtube because i got i got a whole bunch of emails i got people yelling at me she's too young this is crazy this is inappropriate you know we shouldn't be having this conversation all this stuff but guess what it's happening in the world so why not talk about it yeah and not only that you're prepared for it I'm also not four years old, and it's not like, oh, my God, people die in the world. Yeah. Like, it's you were pretty active now. Like, I was, like, young, to be honest, but, like, I was old enough to understand the topic and, and understand and, what And happens. to be fair, when you first started doing those things, I didn't tell you it's because people get shot all the time. I just was teaching you how to react to certain things, certain things. I didn't explain to you like, oh, we're doing this because of this to you. It was like a game or a, a, even annoying, like getting up in the middle of the night and having to yeah. move and I do certain really things. I never really remembered like having to you waking me up and stuff. The only time I remember was on April Fool's when you're like, oh, there's a fire in the house. Oh, that Leah. one was fun. Just that one was fun. waking me up. Yeah, that one was fun. That was April, that was for April Fool's. Um, but that one. Also, like, just making sure that your kids follow your instruction. Like, when I used to leave you in the house and tell you not to get off the couch. And you told your mom that I left you home alone. And she was like, what did you leave her home alone for? And I would just park the car outside and put my webcam up and just sit there for half an hour and come back in. and be like, did you get up? And you'd be like, no. And I'm like, you sure? Kids don't listen. Kids do what they want. You listen very well. You follow directions very well. I and think that's something maybe that's totally different. The- 
one time that I ever like got up was to go to the bathroom. Or one time I was really hungry and I got a go gurt. Yeah, <laughs> you did go to the fridge the one time. The bathroom thing, I don't care about the bathroom. But otherwise, you didn't leave no. the couch. So we do these things. We're prepared for these things. Nowhere safe. And I don't worry about it as much. You know, normally I'm on top of you more for having your watch charged. Mm-hmm. Not so much summertime, but during school time, your watch needs to be charged every day. To just be able to have that safe feeling. Like if something ever were to happen, like I have SOS on here yeah. and it'll like alert literally everyone, like the police, my dad, my mom, like yes, everyone that needs and to it, know something's and, up. And in the event that I need to come into school and find you, I can find you because I know where you are. Yep. So I got your new bag and the first thing you thought it was was what? Bulletproof. <laughs> Backpack. Yeah. <laughs> so he, I, I like opened my eyes a little bit and I saw gray. And then I like felt the material. I was like, this, this is a bulletproof backpack. Yeah, I looked into getting her a bulletproof backpack a while ago. Uh, I feel as though you're prepared enough and trained enough that you wouldn't need one. Also, it's kind of a waste of money because your bag is always in your locker. You're not allowed to carry your bag around. Exactly. And I wouldn't want you feeling that you could get to your locker to protect yourself. Which might put you in the line of fire. Yeah. Because if you had a bulletproof backpack, you would think, I need to get to that backpack. Yeah. As opposed to, I need to stay safe or I need to get to a safe place. You would think that that backpack is the safe place. Um, so that's why we are not worried about a bulletproof backpack. Now, I'm not against guns. I'm pro-gun. You're going to learn to shoot. Uh, I want you to learn how to defend yourself in all ways. That's why we do MMA, karate, jiu-jitsu. We got to get you in boxing, wrestling. Didn't we do boxing once? We, boxing, you do boxing as part of the MMA, but I want you to take traditional boxing. Like kickboxing or like? Traditional boxing. Boxing in a boxing ring. Standing up and just punching, not kickboxing. Kickboxing is still a form of MMA. It's... It's a different technique. Like, I, I, you punch semi-well. I want you to learn how to punch correctly. Uh, so I want you in traditional boxing, just like a little like four-week program or eight-week program. Spring? Maybe. Or we might just do it next summer, start off the summer. I'd rather do it this spring. The spring? Uh, we'll see what's going on. And as far as shooting is concerned, I'm pro-gun. I'm a gun owner. I believe in guns. have no problem with guns. Uh... I always carry a knife on me, which you did not know. You just learned about when we tried to do this episode before and it messed up. And you're like, you have a knife? I always have a knife. And my knife is very nice, too. You like the knife? I showed it to you today. It was like, I like that one. Yeah, it's decent. Get your decent. hands out of your mouth. It's decent. but it, It's decent? You don't like it? Do you know that one, like, iron knuckle thing that you have? Oh, yeah, my brass I knuckles. I would like that if it had, like, little shards of, like... Something they, coming out they of They make those. The problem with those is how you carry them around. I mean, you have a purse and a bag. Yeah. So I guess you could keep it around, but it's hard to keep them with the sharp ones. I have um, I have a hard plastic set. I used to have a metal set, but then they got heavy. But uh, those, yes, I do keep those too. Those, that I keep in the car I like all the those. time. I keep that in the car and I keep a bat in the car. But also, like, a knife is easier for, like, further reaching. Like, with the knuckle one, you would have to get super close. Uh, the knuckle one is for, again, <clears throat> wanting you to learn more about boxing and that hand-to-hand. 
when you're fighting somebody, yeah. uh, when you use that, it's it's detrimental to someone's system. You could really hurt somebody with that. Just yeah. that is a knife. Uh, but you just need to learn how to punch properly. It also gives you a better grip mm-hmm. and it doesn't hurt your hands. It saves those knuckles. Um, and a knife, you know how a knife works. How does a knife work? Like if someone were to try to come at you and you were like, and you had to stab them in a certain area, you would like, and you were actually trying to get rid of them, you would have to go for their heart and then stick it right in. And pulling it right out wouldn't be the ideal because they would just be able to be good but like if you were to twist the knife out before you pull it out it'll cause internal bleeding and will f- will they usually cause to death and as i tell you all the time i don't know if you keep watching vampire movies or what it does not have to be the heart it could be the leg it I could like, be the stomach i like it right it, here oh no you, you're talking about an achilles now and that first of all it's hard to cut anybody's achilles I, I wish you were in a fight and if you're in a fight and you get to customize achilles that means you're about to die if you're on the ground fighting for your life to try and make it to survive, yeah, go cut the Achilles because you're already getting pummeled into the ground. But normally, you don't just say, oh, let me bend over and get to your Achilles. <laughs> cut your Achilles. Oh. You know, I want you walking like a zombie trying to get to me. Like, that's not really the slaps, how oh, the kids say. No. Oh, yes. Thigh, knee, leg, knee? elbow, chest. Oh. oh, it'd be so good. Oh, that- Even if you have oh. the brass knuckles and you have somebody in your kneecap, ooh, baby. So second of all, if you're listening to this, these are all protective, preventative measures. We're Don't not worry. just out We're here bullying people. We're not out here just knocking out people for fun. I mean, I used to get in a lot of fights growing up. I used to get in a lot of fights. You're so much better than me. I used to get in so many fights. I would but, really like to get in a fight. Yeah, fights are fun. Till you get old. I mean, I didn't, not even that I got old. The only thing, you know what really made me stop fighting? When you started to become 18 and you could be pressed 18? with charges. What are you talking about? No, I was fighting until I was like, man, I'm a bad example. I was fighting until I was like 25. Really? Yeah, I used to get in like a fight a year. Why? Because I'm big and people would test me and be like big boy yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't play that like i just didn't you like want to come at me when, when i was in, big boy when like I, you said when i was in high school i got hit with a chair i got hit with a bat i got hit with a padlock like a like how metal i said bat? the brass knuckles like somebody used a padlock as a knuckle and hit me with it my eye exploded like a balloon like no. i was talking to my girlfriend in my locker and i just watched her eyes go <gasps> and by the time i looked back to see what she was seeing bow i got hit right in the eye and then I literally picked the kid up by his throat and I choke slammed him in the lockers. And then after school that day, I beat him up in the street in front of everybody. I beat him up twice for that. And he had five brothers, too. And none of them, none of them stepped in because they knew he deserved to get beat. I mean, my eye was huge. It was like, ugh, it was bad. Um, another kid in school. Uh, a girl was wearing my jacket. Now, technically, he didn't know that it was my jacket. But I didn't like him and nobody really liked him. So he took my jacket off the girl and threw my jacket in the trash can. Thinking it was her jacket, just messed with her or whatever. So then I was sitting at my lunch table and my friends were like, yo, he just threw your jacket in the trash. I'm like, no, he did. I look over, she's pulling my jacket out of the trash. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go pour this milk over his head slow. And my boy Rico was like, you won't do it. I was like, yo, bet you five hours I will. And everybody was like, I got five hours. I'm like, all right, who got five hours? I made 25 hours that day. I got up, I walked over as soon as he sat down. I mean, when I say I poured it slow, I mean, like, I poured it slow. What you pour on him? Milk. Chocolate milk. <laughs> all over his head. So then he got up, we started fighting, 
and I was bashing him all over the table. It was bagel day. He had a little uh, bagel pizza bagel <laughs> attached to his back because I was just stamping him along the bagel. I need to gain some weight, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be able to belly pop on those so, dudes. So then, like, um, and then when I let him up or whatever, he's he's he, was, he ended up being a semi-military guy. He raged out, didn't last long. But he was, like, raging out after everybody broke us up and the fight was over. And he picked up a chair. And the teachers had it separated. And my Spanish teacher was sitting in front of me. And he threw a chair at us. And I stepped in front of her and I covered her from the chair. And he hit me in the back with a chair. And then I went and beat him up in the hallway. Your Spanish teacher was like, it's okay. Uh, yeah, my, well, my Spanish teacher, who I'm friends with on Facebook, she does love me. I was a horrible Spanish student, but uh, she does love me and she does know that I saved her life from getting hit with a chair. Uh, but yeah, I used to get in fights all the time. You Anywho, need to tell me something. I already told you something, y'all. No, yeah. like... So I was also... Um, now that you're going into school, you can't take any weaponry into school... But now that you're going in high school, we will talk about your self-defense for walking home. We live in a walking district, and you still want to start walking home or riding your bike home, correct? Sure. Oh, now you're scared? Okay. Half an episode ago, you're talking about sneaking out in the middle of the night, walking <laughs> the streets. And now you're looking at me like you don't want to walk home from school because we're talking about shootings today. Well, nobody's, Hopefully, nobody's going to drive by and shoot you on your bicycle riding home from school. That's why I'm scared. Like, I'm not trying to be like talking to the mic and stop. Acting I'm not weird. trying to be scared or anything, but like I walk home with a friend sometimes, and I don't know. I just feel more comfortable doing it with a friend other than just by myself. What does that got to do with anything? No, you were talking about me walking home. You are going to be walking home because you're not walking to their house. So unless they live further than you, at some point you're going to be walking home alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't think about my mind. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong insane. with you. Again, episode episode ago, you out here murdering, killing people in these streets, uh, were stalking, and now today you're like, I don't really want to walk home. I think that <laughs> the walking home is very dangerous. No, I, I don't understand how this to walk home. I, I don't feel safe in my own town. I, I feel as though maybe I should fly. You know, I get a bird, I ride a bird. <laughs> What is wrong with you? Don't question it. If you're scared, get a dog. Now you scared? Hmm? Do I, do I, I mean, I got to take you to a self-defense class. That's my beat up on you. That's what you need. That's what. That's one thing I like about wrestling. When you get beat up, when you get beat up in wrestling, it's the best thing for you. It's. Do you want to know why? You can say what you want. It's annoying. It is annoying. Why, why do you think it's good? You get to, like, like if you're actually going to get in a fight in general, like, you know how to, like, walk it off. Like, it's not going to be, like, a whole... Not walk it off. Not walk it off. In the middle of you wrestling, fighting off your back, getting pinned, someone shoving your face in the mat, someone picking you up and slamming you on the ground, what do you got to do? You got to get back to your base. You got to get to your stomach. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you're in a fight... If a guy was trying to rape you, every movie we watch when girls get raped, what happens? The girls are just screaming and crying, and that's all they're doing. They're just trying to hit them and just squirm out of the way. Because they don't know what to do. Now, after two years of wrestling, besides the MMA and all the other stuff, don't you think you have a better feel of what happens when somebody's trying to pin you down? Yeah. 
like the first time it ever happened like not trying to brag or anything but i think my first match i won yes but like that was just i don't know how i did that but it's a great feeling right yeah and then the last tournament we had where that one girl was whooping your butt the entire three minutes the girl in the red Mm -hmm. the girl was wearing the illegal headgear yeah yo she was destroying you for 45 seconds every time she was riding you and you're on your back fighting not to get pinned and you you didn't get pinned till the third round like 10 seconds left and even her mom was like wow your daughter's really impressive normally when she gets girls like that and cradles like that she pins them in 20 seconds like she she the girl's really good but you were fighting you were fighting off your back you were fighting to get back to your stomach she had you in an ungodly position and you kept moving you didn't quit that will prepare you for if heaven forbid some guy's ever trying to roll up on you and he's fighting you and you're tired and you want to quit. You won't because you'll know how to move your body. You know how to get wrist control. You know how to have hip control. You know, not that it's for that, but I mean, it's great practice for that, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you're wrestling boys that are stronger than you and you're winning sometimes. Yeah. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So. It just... It's a lot of practice and stuff. Like, it takes a while to build up, like, your strength. Like, that day, I almost gave up. Like, she was, like, one of my first matches, and I was like, bro. And then, like, in a different tournament, on a different tournament, I was, like, kind of... I got beat once, like, really bad by this, like, four-inch boy. Yeah, he beat you really quick. I was mad. He beat you quick. He wrestled for, like, seven straight years, though. I know. I know. But like, and then I went up to this girl and she was so excited. Her mom and her, they were like, yeah, you got this. We got this to each other. And as soon as she got on the mat, she just kind of tripped. And I just took advantage of that. I just rolled after her. Like she just tripped on the ground and I tripped her like even That more. wasn't even tripping. You, you you were locked up. You pushed her. She stepped on her feet. She fell over. That's what happens. And then I just ran over there and I flopped on her and I just put her in a cradle. I was like, don't move. Yeah, that's right. Squeeze. Yeah, she was hyped up. She was dancing and jumping. She and was like way too hyped. She's like the person in a, a movie that's doing Kung Fu and Karate and doing all these crazy moves. And then somebody just pulls out a gun and shoots them. <laughs> like, what are you doing? This is a gunfight. <laughs> like, what are you doing? This is not where you need to be right now. But all that being said... It's going back to the main topic of everything we talk about is situational awareness and you being prepared for things and danger, parties. That's why we talk about not drinking. You're not a great party person. No, you're not, but you're also 12 and you're not going to parties yet. But we <laughs> do go to parties. You know what I mean? We talk about what? Smoke weed, don't drink if you're going to do something. Yeah. I don't think, like, if I were to ever drink or do weed or anything, it would not be at a party party because like i'd just be talking to people you know flowing around but like i would never do hard drinking at a party or something like if i were to drink or anything i would have a friend bring over a drink to my house so i could just go straight to bed not worry about cars not worry about anything that sounds so cute i mean you're 12 these are the things you say sometimes are just amusing to me 
I, I'm fully on board with you. If you only want a hard drink at home with your friends and not go anywhere, <laughs> that's great. But to think that you're not going to want to go to a party and someone's not going to invite you and you're not going to go. Who do you think is going to invite me, bro? I don't really know. You don't have any friends. You're so weird. Exactly. Nobody really wants to take you out anywhere. I wouldn't trust taking you to a party, actually. You would embarrass me. You'd walk around like, oh, scooby doo uh, Do you watch time. Minecraft? Party <laughs> uh, time. Uh. Creeper. Oh, man. You're a creeper. You're the worst. The, cup, the guy was outside on his bike, and the girl was in the car, and they're kissing on the side of the road. And Leah's like, get a room. Get out of the room. <laughs> you shouldn't be kissing in the road. That's so disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, they're in love. Like, I'm being love in the house. This is gross. <laughs> <laughs> one day you're gonna have a whole different idea on. I ain't gonna be like putting my dunk down their throat in the middle of the street. Like, come on, man. Yeah, chill yeah. out. Yeah, this is what you say, Leah. This is what you say. Anyway, I don't be doing that, nigga. So, do you think the parents should be more diligent about telling their kids about gun safety and shootings and how to be aware of their situation? Yeah, because if you don't tell your kid about shootings or anything, like, what are they going to do in that situation? The Walmart situation was so sad how the mother and father died protecting their baby. They got shot protecting their one-month-old, two-month-old, whatever it was, baby. The baby's ribs were broken because they were collapsed over the body of the baby. Like, she, or he, I can't remember if it's a boy or girl, I'm sorry. They're going to grow up. Knowing that their parents sacrificed their life for them, which again, when we do the movie theater thing, that's the situation we would be in. If we were in the movie theaters and we happened to not be on the end row and we couldn't get out, uh, the move is to let people run out because you can get trampled a little bit, but let people run out and then go to the front, the seat in front of you in the corner and Leah would wedge herself to the wall of the seat and I would cover her like that. That's our move if we can't get out. If you're in an area like the festival that was a shooting or that Vegas concert that was a shooting, a lot of people, besides getting shot, you have to acknowledge where the sound's coming from. Mm-hmm. There's but like, a lot of people got trampled. Yeah, there was like this one thing, like a YouTube thing or whatever, and there was this blind YouTuber, and she was doing like a story time like about how one thing fell and everyone thought it was a shooting. So the people on stage ran in. They're like, sorry, I got to go. And then all her friends were like, Molly, run. And like her guide dog was lost. Like everyone was gone. She like people trampled over her. Like everything was horrible. And there's this one person like her mom was just looking for her and her dog. And she was Molly was just hiding behind a bench and it turns out, like, after everything, like, everyone was running and stuff, like, she just found her dog and her mom. And at the end of the day, all that was happening was that, like, a fence fell and it sounded like a gun. Yeah. Like So, <clears throat> in a festival situation or a concert situation, again, depending on where you are, we have a, the easiest way I could say it is a, a kneeling situation where your one knee's down, your leg's braced out, and you curl up into a ball. So if you feel like you're about to get trampled, you don't want to lay flat. But people will trip over you, and that's fine. But you just brace your back against it. Uh, people running by until you can get to moving on your own again with the flow of people. But again, these are things we talk about. These are things we discuss. Like, okay. One thing is, like, if you're having 
a shooting in your school and your parents didn't tell you about a shooting, what are you going to do if you didn't know about it or anything, if you didn't know it happened frequently? Like, it does happen yeah, a lot. It it's like telling your daughter, oh, yeah, you're never going to bleed, and then they get their period in the middle of class, and they're like, what's going on? <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good analogy, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's a very good analogy. It's funny, actually. It's very funny. Hilarious. So, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's bad. Uh, <laughs> there is a girl on story, like on story time, like on these videos that story I watch. Time. But there's hilarious. Like she's like scared of blood, and then in the middle of class, she just got her period. She didn't know what was going on. Her sister was like, "Be quiet!" <sighs> like she was screaming in the middle of class. Say, "What? Help me! I'm dying!" Well, we'll say we'll say period talk for the next episode. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you at, Leah? Leah SMS on everything besides for TikTok. It's Leah 007. I'm your boy and JJ Stone. I'm a doctor on everything. If I'm not there, it's not worth it. Check out our Patreon comment. Five star on iTunes. Do something. Make yourself useful. Subscribe anywhere you can. That's free to do. This is helpful content, not ruining my mind. I'm 12. I'm a big kid. I can handle it. What? Yes, don't take it down off your YouTube this time. Anywho, we're out. Bye. Oh.